Along your business journey, have you ever had a moment where you looked in the mirror and thought, this is not what I thought success would feel like? I've got the car, I've got the money, I've got the promotion or the title or the things, but you're still unfulfilled. Well, friend, I know that exact feeling because that is what started the ripple effect of this movement of learning to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. And here's the thing. The world wants you to believe that this this feeling of unsatisfaction means you need to be doing more and you need to go for more and you need to make it happen. No, 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 friends. It's about learning that we cannot anchor our fulfillment in the world, but only in the Lord. And that's where we're going this month on the podcast. And it's perfect timing because it is the month of Easter, and we're going to be weaving the story of resurrection into this as well. So grab your pen and paper, and let's go. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Taylor Made for Christian Business Women, who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Gosh, friends, can you believe we are almost at the end of April? Oh my goodness. I hope that you all had a wonderful Easter. I know that we had an episode last Monday, so I'm wishing you happy Easter a little bit late. But we did talk about the beauty of Jesus's resurrection and what that means for us as we looked at where discipline meets fulfillment. And we're wrapping the bow on it this week as we talk about fulfillment not being a one-hit wonder. So I am a huge theater fan. My youngest daughter is graduating with her degree in just a few weeks, one, two, three and a half weeks with her Bachelor of Fine Arts in music theater. And so we love musicals. And uh, of course, Hamilton is one of our faves. And I was trying to come up with something like, I'm not throwing away my shot. But you know, the thing is, is that when we accept Jesus, like we just don't, it's just not one shot that we have at fulfillment. We have consistent fulfillment in him. But sometimes it's really easy for us ambitious Christian women to find the distraction of fulfillment in the world's definitions, right? Like the titles and the stuff and the money. And it's it's funny, as I was putting this episode together, there were a couple of people who posted on social media these like serious mic drops. So one of them is Christy Jensen, and it says, um, oh, no, wait, that's not it. Sorry, Christy, if you're listening to this, I am going to give you a shout out, but um, it's a different one. This is uh, Jordan Rayner. He is the author of Redeeming Your Time. Fantastic book, by the way. 
There's a link in the show notes to that. No amount of success or failure is going to change who God declares you to be. That is that is so beautiful because, you know, we while we understand that he is our portion and that we should be fulfilled, are to be meant to be, made to be fulfilled in him, we can very clearly get off track as overachievers and go find our, try to find our fulfillment elsewhere. So when I opened up this series for the month of April, I told you about a blog post that I found and the link is in the show notes. It's by Harry Clarence Sal. So Clarence, so I'm going to find her by the way, and invite her to listen to this because it was such rich content that she provided. So that link is in the show notes. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, Hey, did you know I have a YouTube channel? Go check that out. Uh, the, the link is here. You're seeing that on the screen. So this week we're talking about how our relationship with the Lord brings fulfillment above all else. And this is related to the fourth key of the four keys to redefine hustle. So if you don't have that tool, go grab that. The fourth key is develop. And we take how we know the Lord defines and directs us. We put that into action through discipline and we develop, we learn along the way. And that's why our fulfillment in the Lord is not a one and done. It's not a one hit wonder. It's not a one shot. It's a deepening as our relationship grows with him. And what I love about the fact that our businesses are kingdom businesses. It is one way that we administer the gifts and the talents he's given us. It's it's one way that we impact the kingdom with people we may never have crossed paths with except through this gift of our business that the Lord has given us. That we have the opportunity to go through trial and challenge and rejection and all of these things. And at every point, we turn back to the Lord and we turn back to the Lord and it deepens our relationship. And that is what I mean by fulfillment is not a one hit wonder. It doesn't just happen once at the beginning of our relationship. So one of the things that Carrie talks about in this blog is that our greatest needs as humans are security, identity, acceptance, and purpose. And that was so beautiful because that ties right into our four keys framework, right? We need to allow the Lord to define our identity and our security and and to not find our acceptance in the outside world or find our acceptance only in the things and the stuff and the titles and the accolades and the money and all of that. And he defines and directs our purpose and then and we're able to walk that out. So she quotes and really digs into Psalm 63 here. So that's where I want to take us. So let me read Psalm 63 verses 1 through 8. She uses the New Living Translation. So that's that's what I'm going to use as well. And this is what Psalm 63 says. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the riches, richest feast. 
I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on you through the night. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you and your strong right hand holds me securely. This psalm is the psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. So hiding from Saul. And the whole point of this podcast, Hustle with Heart podcast, and helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth and teaching ambitious Christian businesswomen to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way is to be pursuing him, to put him first, to be securely in his strong right hands, to be satisfied more than the riches feast, to be lying lying awake or or and meditating on his word, to be turning to him and seeking him. You know, John 15, 4 and 5 are the foundational verses of my coaching business. And those verses are all about us being the branch and him being the vine and that all of our nourishment comes to the vine and that there is nothing we can do without the vine. In fact, and from a most basic standpoint, we do not exist as a branch without the vine. And so this this idea of fulfillment and developing and deepening our fulfillment is so important as we walk out the assignment that he's given us in our business and we show up to the world, as my friend Avery says, that we have a mission in the marketplace and that we are his ambassadors and co-laborers and that often those we may cross paths with, we do business with, that we serve, who are clients, et cetera, that we are the only example, the only instance of Jesus that they that they may encounter. So this is this is why it's so important to be constantly going back to the Lord and deepening our relationship and developing putting that fulfillment, but only seeking him for that fulfillment. And so what what Carrie says here, and I and I love this, I hope you'll go read this blog post, is that she says, our desire for God, which is verse one in Psalm 63, plus our relationship with God, which is verses four and six through eight, equals our fulfillment in life. Like that just jumps out to me so clearly. And I love how she breaks it down as a really simple equation because we want, that's why we're here. We're applying biblical truths to business, right? So here's what Dr. Charles Stanley says about verse 63.1. Do you love him earnestly and pursue him throughout your day? Your intimacy with the Lord, your fulfillment in the Lord, your relationship with him will determine the impact of your life. Friends, that includes your business. So go before his throne often with confidence because only he can fill the hunger of your soul. So one of the things that I wrote about in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart, is that in my driving, striving, and achievement chasing, in my lifelong desire for accolades and recognition and money that I felt that I had this hole that I was trying to fill 
And I didn't know until that fateful day that my mentor, the Velvet Hammer, asked me if I knew who I was and whose I was, that that hole was a God-shaped hole. And so I love that that this this says can only he can fill the hunger of your soul because those things that we search as we're as we're doing business and as we're interacting with the world they cannot fill the hole they they we were we were made with an insatiable desire i can't remember where i read this i know i know it's in the word and i and i feel like i heard this in a in a sermon or maybe in a bible study class that i took but it said that he created us to be hungry. And that's why we never feel fulfilled by the world's things, by the empty things. We talked about that last time, um, actually in the first episode of this month, I believe, where we went to First Samuel. And let me see if I can get there and remind you of that. I want to say it was First Samuel 12, maybe? Um, where he says to not go after the empty things. 1221, I think it is. Do not turn aside for then you would go after empty things which cannot profit or deliver for they are nothing. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for pointing me there. So the point is we were made with an insatiable desire for the Lord. And that's why we're never fulfilled by the world. It's why we're never satisfied, right? But then once we began, we realized that he is our portion and that he has claimed victory and that it is finished, as he says on the cross, then we know that we find our fulfillment only in him. And so then what happens? We develop a an armor, if you will, the armor of God, right? We develop a shield that when we get the rejection, when the client steps away, when the sale is not made, when our business go back goes backwards, when all of the things don't go the way that that we planned, and in fact, even when there's incredible sorrow and trial in our business, that we know that we're not lost because our fulfillment is not in those outcomes and those results. We are aligned and abiding in and enmeshed with the vine. And that is where our nourishment, our fulfillment comes from. And as we grow in our relationship, I don't know about you, but when I first came to Saving Grace in Jesus, I I couldn't get enough of reading the Bible. Like I wanted to know more and I followed every rabbit trail and all of the commentary. And so that hunger deepens, that hunger deepens and it keeps bringing us back to him and bringing us back to him and bringing us back. And that's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God, like seek him first. And that that's really where we need to go. And so I love this equation that Carrie comes up with about Psalm 63. And then in 63, 6, which is part of where she says the relationship of God, which is kind of the second piece of that equation, right? The why of the the equation, if you will. I am not a math major, so hopefully that made sense to somebody out there. That in 63.6, which says, I remember you. Where are we? I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on your word through the night. And in my New King James Version, 63.6 says, when I remember you 
on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches, so during the night. And Dr. Charles Stanley says, when God brings a matter to your attention at bedtime, don't ignore it, pursue it. And sometimes we lay our heads down at night and our thoughts are spinning and spiraling. And that is the perfect time. Like that's the book end to your day, right? Is to give him your time of sleep and to give him the day and to thank him and rejoice in him. It's why I post what I call the nightcap on my Instagram stories every night, because it's simply a thought to drop into our heads before we go to sleep so that we may rest in him. And the the last sentence of Dr. Charles Stanley's commentary says, he always speaks when you make yourself available to him. So this development of our fulfillment is about making ourselves consistently, that was last month's theme, available to him. And then that 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 fulfillment deepens over time because the more we learn, the more we're challenged, the more we face, the more we lean in. You know, new levels, new devils, right? I think Joyce Meyer said that. And the point is, as your business grows, as it expands, as it shifts, as he redirects you, you know, there are going to be new challenges. Things could be going swimmingly, but you know that the enemy is like in your ear trying to stop you and get you drifting, 3D drifting, like we talk about, right? The distractions and discontentment and doubt. And that is why we've got to lean deeper in and it's how our fulfillment grows. And so I, I, I simply want to wrap this up by going back to a section of my book where I talk about the resurrection. So this is in chapter eight of the book and how being a new creation, giving him our life and everything is resurrected to new life. Everything is made new that we get to do that over and over and over every single time we renew our relationship with him, that we that we repent from sin and he forgives us. Everything is made new. And therefore, we look at our business differently. I like to say we view and do business differently. The way that we set our goals, that the results that we that we plan for, all of that is so, so different. And and I talk about this that Paul shares in Philippians that in Christ, we are free. We are free to worship because he's near. That's in Philippians 4, 5. We are free from anxiety and worry, Philippians 4, 6. And we are free in his peace, Philippians 4, 7. Throughout scripture, his freedom rings. We are free to trust that he made us for a purpose, Ephesians 2, 10. We are free knowing that he has already claimed victory for us, of uh, John 16, 33. And we are free knowing that he works all things together for those who believe in him, Romans 8, 28. And in this freedom, we are no longer dependent upon ourselves or the world for confidence, identity, fulfillment. We are no longer slaves to the world of those things. And that liberates us to seek him, to follow and obey him, and to do the right things for the right reasons, for the right reasons. Lastly, in this fulfillment, you know, Jesus promised that his Holy Spirit would come to the disciples. That promise is fulfilled when we give our life to Christ because he gives us the Holy Spirit.
And when we have the Holy Spirit, we have his power. You know, it lives in us. When we think we are not qualified, he equips us, the Holy Spirit. His indwelling gives us his power. So the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. And then we become effective ambassadors through that power of the Holy Spirit. So I simply want to leave you with this. It is April 25th, friends. We've celebrated Easter. We are almost at the end of this first month of the second quarter. If you have not already planned Q2, maybe you've been fearful. Maybe things weren't going the way you thought or whatever. I encourage you to turn back to the Lord. Ask him to show you. He is your helper. As David says here, cling to him because he keeps you in the shadow of his wings and his strong right hand holds you securely. There's that security that we talked about earlier, right? He defines you. There's your identity. You are accepted and chosen and he has a purpose for you. Go grab the 90-day tool that I have in the show notes for you. That will help you plan the next 90 days. I don't care that it's April 25th, friend. There is still time. And guess what? <laughs> the calendar says that this is the that we're, you know, 30 days into a 90 days, but your 90 days could start tomorrow and go through what? May, June, July. Like it doesn't matter. But go do that. Honor God with your time. Honor God with putting that on paper and and putting that mission plan in place. I promise you promise you he will bless that and you will be fulfilled immeasurably exceedingly abundantly more than you can think or imagine it may not look the way you want or that you plan it may not be in the time that you thought but he is faithful in that because he loves you he loves you please screenshot and share this if this spoke to you and definitely go find me on Voxer it's a walkie-talkie app i'm connecting with people there and i love connecting with my listeners and i'll add you to the backstage podcast hangout so until next time i'll see you soon hey it's the first month of Q2 and you may be thinking i have not even put my strategy in place and i don't know where to start well friend i have got a free tool that will help you it is my 90-day mission plan tool, and it is a simple one-sheet exercise that will help you boil down all of those thoughts and ideas that you've got for the next quarter into actionable steps. It is the same exercise that we do every quarter in the Rooted Group Coaching Membership. So grab it at the show notes below. The link is right there so that you can start working on Q2 today. And even if you're hearing this towards the end of April, it's never too late to plan your next 90 days. Go grab that tool today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle With Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.
Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.